All right, guys, welcome to episode 72 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we are going to talk about um, Venom. Mm. Uh, horror movies that don't make any fucking sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Hades. Um, we'll talk about James Bond extensively. Um, you know, a, a guy just looking like a straight fucking villain in real life. Uh, and then, And then also... Um, Andrew Wiggins, mm. Kyrie Irving, and what it means to have Terry Crews on your side. <laughs> <laughs> but first. start with some some uh what we've been watching playing and things have been going on recently and uh I, i'm going to start this week off yeah um so thursday i took a half half day at work and then got home grabbed my bags and then me my wife and the two boys went to the beach uh with my my mom um went to the beach that mm-hmm. was pretty lit the best part is that we took Julian out to the beach, mm-hmm. and his response was, "No, no, no!" And he was like, "Fuck this, I'm out, bro." He was he, <laughs> the moment the sand touched his feet, he was like, "No, nah, I don't like the way this feels," and refused to go out on the beach again. Oh my bro. gosh! Just like bro, the, he, just the sand bailed. Yeah, he's like, apparently, I was like this as a toddler, also, but like. He doesn't like having stuff on his hands. Mm. So, like, one of his favorite chips is, or like, bat, I don't know what the fuck, cheese, Cheetos, cheese yeah. puffs. Mm-hmm. He loves them, but he'll eat, like, two and then look at his hand and see the orange shit on it and come up to you and be like, hands? And, like, just, like, want you to wipe them off for him. Mm. Um, mm. So that same thing, I guess, transferred to his feet. And the moment he felt the sand, he was like, nope. And just, like, <laughs> like we went to set him down. Like, we were holding under his arms, and we're, like, mm-hmm. putting him down, and he was, like, lifting his fucking feet, like, 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 not touching the ground. So, like, as you, like, put him lower, he would just get, like, curl up more and more so he wouldn't be touching the ground. So, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> lit. So, we hung out at the pool at the beach. Um, but anyways, it was a good trip. I just, it killed me. Like, the moment he touched the sand, he was like, mm, nah. He literally was like, nope, 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 and was done. Like, I was like, like his right. legs just curled up, and he was like, no. Nah. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Got the shit all between my toes. Fuck this. Um, then we bought we bought him some like those little like pool shoes or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? The little grippy like water yeah, like like shoes. like a like a amphibian like frog's feet looking. Yeah. So we bought him some of those, and <laughs> he walked in the sand mm-hmm. for like five to ten steps, and then like. Sand got in the shoe, and he was like, "Nope, nope, nope," and turned around. He like mm. the, the moment <laughs> the sand, even the smallest bit, hit his foot. He's like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Um, and I couldn't be more proud because your boy also don't really like the beach. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but I'm extremely pale. Um, so I burn with just 
the most absolute quickness. Yeah. Um, I, I used to not like the beach. And I, I used to be kind of, like you said, like that kind of, um, how can I say, like, um, um, like, um, the feeling, the sensation, like I hated lotion. Like I hated having lotion on my Oh, bro, I shit. still hate lotion. Yeah. You boys straight ashy. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I eventually I just had to force myself and be like, no, lotion's good for you, just do it, just do it. But like I, when I was a kid, I hated it. Like when my mom would put some on my hands, I'd be like, ugh. And like I, would, I mean, I would wipe it off, and I'd be like, this yeah. is terrible. Um, but I, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I, I know that sensation. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was a hundred percent done with the beach. The other thing I hate about the beach, bro, mm-hmm. like, all right, maybe this is not people's normal experience with the beach, but I feel like it is. Is that like, for example, my mom. We'll just go to the beach, plant a chair down on the beach, mm-hmm. and just sit for hours. Yeah. And I'm just like, I why? What yep. bro, I can just yep. sit yep. on my couch. Like why, like why am no. I just gonna come here and sit? Like what I, the fuck? I feel is the this? exact same way. I feel the exact exact same way. Cause I, I like, you know, I go with some friends sometimes and they'll just sit there just staring at the ocean. I'm like you just like, gonna Bro, I can do that. Like, do we do something? Like I can do, I can that, for do like... that for like ten minutes, and then I'm yeah. like, all right, are we gonna? Are we just gonna do this? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm the same. Like even I, like I, I've I've gotten better at it, but I used. I mean, like I still go like, oh, we're just sitting here. Okay, well, I'm gonna take a nap, or I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go in and, and then come back out. But I'm like, well, we're just sitting here. Some people just, and then some people just go and like they just sit and like they won't move. They won't get up right. to like walk or like look for shells or like go into the ocean. They'll just sit and like. They wouldn't even have music playing. They're just That's like, what I'm saying, bro. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, like bro, just go, bro, just go into a room, turn off the light, and stare at the wall. Like, yeah. same thing. <laughs> play one of those uh, white noise machines, you know, the ones Exactly. Just like, yeah, just close yeah. your eyes, play it, and then sit in front of a fucking heater. And yeah. just be like, oh, look, I'm at the beach. It's hot. There's a fan for air, and I can hear it. Like, you, yeah. it'd be the same experience. Yeah, that's why I always, I, anytime I go, I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring, like, you know, like, some beers and, like, my, my, my speaker, maybe, like, a football, maybe some sort of other game or something, right. like a Frisbee or something, just something that I can be like, all right, well, that's over, let's do this or let's do that. And, like, the most I'll stay out these days, you know, is, like, probably, like, like two hours, maybe three, if that. Whereas people, you know, I know people go, like, I'm out there from, like, 10 to 4, and I'm like, mm, what do you... Like it's your fucking job. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then also, I don't really. I'm not. A, yeah, I don't like go out there to tan. And I know a lot of people do do that. So yeah. you know, I'm always like, oh, okay, that's that's like something I'm missing out on. But yeah, all of you out there, people will just like lay down and they'll flip and they'll like spray it. And then oh, reading too. I try to read. You know, I'm like, all right, maybe yeah, I'll bring I've a book. Sh- I've tried to read once or twice. Yeah, but like, but like, really, just bringing a football and having like one other person to throw it to that that'll cover me. Like that's oh, all. Oh, that's I, infinitely like, more than just like sitting there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like, I just don't get it, uh, bro. Just put some salt water in a fucking humidifier and just like be like, yeah, oh, look, I'm like, at the yeah, beach. Sit back and be like, oh. <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, so yeah, my son hates the beach, so me and him tight. <laughs> um, aside from him literally being my son, we're tight. Um, <laughs> So I just wanted to start with that. Um, so now that that's out of the way, um, let's uh, let's start with some things you've been watching because it looks like you've been getting busy. Yes, I was, <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I have a jam packed what I've been watching this week. I got a lot of movie watching done. So it's it's all movies. 
Um, okay. And I, ha- I did finish another show, but I'll just save that one for next week because I don't, I don't think I have anything else next week other than like one or two movies, or, so, or maybe not even a movie next week, maybe just the show. Okay. But I, I, um, I have five movies, and I'll sort of put them together in terms of uh, I'll put do- two, and then two other ones, and then the last one, which is like the big one released this week. So I'll start off with um, Venom two, okay. or it's just Venom calling Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a fan of the first one at all? I never like, watched it. You never watched it? Um, I just, it, when I, in my head, I, it, I could tell from, like, the trailers and stuff that this yeah. this Venom movie was not going to be what I wanted out of a Venom movie, like, mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Tom it, Hardy's acting is, like, kind of... I don't know that it's bad because I haven't seen the movie, but, like, from the trailer, like, it's just weird. Like, I don't know what he's going for exactly, yeah. like, in, at least from the trailers in the first one. I was like, I don't know what you're trying to do here. <laughs> I mean, he, he he's definitely hamming it up. There's a lot of him. And so the, the first one is, is it's I'd, I it was fine for me. Like, it's a nice just origin one. Um, and this one is better? Oh boy. I, I, I don't know because <laughs> so the first one is like an hour and 50 an hour 45 this one's 90 minutes and the movie just like zips by it, it, it it's like boom 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 and like most of them i mean i would say that the thing that i think is redeeming about it or that i think is actually i could go you know what this isn't too bad is his performance and his relationship with venom where i'm like this is like okay. a, like a buddy cop movie and that when the movie is like where i'm like i'm in movie is when it's them together but anytime it's anything else i'm just like they're just zipping through this like right like woody harrelson right. plays carnage right and so he is hit like a scene of his starts and you go all right well we're gonna get like a nice two or three minute scene of him like maybe giving a speech or like talking or something but it, he literally goes I'm wacky. I'm Carnage. Let there be Carnage, and he like runs down the street, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, that was, that was, <laughs> you guys really didn't fast. really set anything up, but okay. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there's like almost no plot, no nothing. Um, and so, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, is it a movie, or it just feels like they filmed like a bunch of stuff, and they were like, just <laughs> trim it down to ninety minutes and put it out there. Did I have fun? I guess. Um. But I, I told people, I was like, if you like the first one, watch this one. If you didn't watch the first one, don't watch it. If you didn't like the first one, don't watch it. it you, you literally are missing out on too much. But what, if you like the first one, then you probably, the same the things you liked about it, Tom Hardy, maybe the action, it's this, it's still there. It's just, like, wackier and crazier. And, like, it, it felt like I was on, like, a speeding train. I was like, we are fucking flying through this movie. It's, like, nobody gets any room to breathe. It's so weird to me because... I remember thinking, like, oh, maybe this is what will make me go back and watch it when I saw, like, what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because, like, kind of like you said, like, the first one, he's hamming it up. You know, he's hamming yes. it up, period, because that's just what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but, like, this one, Carnage, as a character, is generally, like, much more, like, dark and aggressive which yes. like so like i thought we were going to get a more serious tone yeah out of this movie but it sounds like maybe not it's the same it's the same tone <laughs> and also they don't really like they don't take time to explain anything like have you seen the trailer for it right yeah and so he goes oh he goes oh shit that's a red one right he says that yeah. right right and i was like oh he's gonna explain what that is nope they don't explain what that what the difference is. he just <laughs> goes that's like, a red oh, one he goes oh red, shit and he's like oh well like why, why is that scary though he's like oh it just they don't even go like why is that scary they just go oh come out right like they don't explain why he became like carnage became carnage they just like oh you know, Oof. 
Yeah, it's like very like hand wavy. It's like now he's Carnage. It'd be like because um, it, it's not the same per se, but I feel like it has the same kind of like difference to it. It would be like if you, I've never watched this movie either, but like the difference between the Venoms is kind of a same situation as like the difference between lanterns like in terms of like green lantern right so like right, green right, lantern's yep, power yep. is their willpower yellow lanterns is fear so it's like that's how those two clash right mm-hmm. like but if you didn't know that and there were just if someone was just like oh green's weak to that, yellow and that right. was all we got you'd be like this is stupid that, but if you played up one, the fact like, okay but what does that mean right and if you played up the fact that like oh the reason green gets his strength from willpower and like Fear is your, like, number one thing to lose willpower. You know what I mean? Like, you're too scared, so yellow beats green, basically. And then it's like, oh, now I get it. Now I see where we're going. This all makes sense. And the same kind of thing goes for, like, Venom and Carnage, because there's another one that's kind of like that. Um, But, like, you know, the red one kind of feeds off, like, you know, just really, like, kind of just anarchy and chaos, and Venom kind of looks for something different. Um, And they're the same type of creature, but they're not the same they don't come from the same place. So if you don't if you don't put any of that in the movie, then like you said, it's just like, oh, there's a fucking red one. And it's like, as the viewer, like, why do I give a shit then? <laughs> right, right, exactly. And he goes, is a red one? Like, okay, well, you're not explaining it, but whatever. And, okay, so, um, have you heard anything about the uh, post-credit scene at all? Yes. I think it, it brings up... Um... Well, do you want me... I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to set a timer for three minutes, and I'm going to spoil it. So if you don't want to hear about the the thing, which is actually pretty big, skip exactly literally three minutes. Okay, starting now. So, do you care if I spoil it? No, go ahead. Okay, so at the end, um, uh, it ends with Venom and Tom Hardy on the run. And in the post-credits scene, they're, like, watching, uh, like, a movie, like a a Brazilian movie or something, in, like, a shitty favela sort of uh, house, like a cabin, basically. Mm -hmm. Kind of like um, Ed Norton and... I was just about to say Ed Norton and Hulk. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that, like that. And he goes... He goes, oh, you know, I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share my hive mind intelligence with you, like everything we've seen through the stars. And Tom Hardy's like, all right, bring it. And then right as he's about to do that, the whole apartment shakes, and there's like a bright yellow light like outside of the window, and it goes, and the whole room transforms from like a shitty favela to like a fancy like resort hotel. Okay. And he goes, whoa, what was that? What'd you do? And Venom's like, I didn't do that shit. I, that wasn't me. That, I don't know what happened. And so then they, they, try, they like look at the TV, and the TV's not showing the movie anymore. It's showing the news report from the end of. Uh, Far From Home, yep. where J. Jonah Jameson is, like, revealing that, what's his name, is Peter Spider-Man, Parker. Tom Hardy. Yep. And he, like, Venom, like, they, like, walk up, and Venom goes, whoa, who is that guy? And it's like, Spider-Man, he's like, wow, he looks tasty, and he, like, licks the screen. And you go, oh, shit. People oh, lost their shit. Yeah, yeah that, people lost their that's mind. cool, I guess. If it, Like, do we think he's, I mean, is does that, do we think that means definitively that he is crossing over? Yeah, I, I think what it means, I, what I mean, what I think is, is that I was telling the friend that I went to see it, I was like, I think it's cool because it means that it, they were like in a parallel universe the whole time. Because there's like the Daily Bugle in this one, but it takes place in San Francisco, but nobody ever goes, hey, like Venom, Ant-Man was just here, right? Or right. Shang-Chi takes you, because both of those take place in San Francisco, like nobody ever says that. Um, and this is a cool way to be like, well, you know, the reason we don't have the main Avengers is because they were just like, you know, a block over, right? They were a parallel street right. over. They got like the Daily Bugle, maybe a couple of Mo- um, Morbius or Mophius, whatever the fuck. And yeah. then like, you know, a couple of streets down is like Amazing Spider-Man. And a couple of streets down is the original Spider-Man, right? So right. I think this is a cool way for them to be like, well, you know, we brought in the wacky Tom Hardy. 
which you know made a shit ton of money this weekend which means that people like clearly like maybe not necessarily carnage or even venom they like venom and tom hardy or tom hardy as venom which i think is huge right. um because it means that they can just bring him in and, and that fourth spider-man movie will make so much money <laughs> yeah if, he, if they if they bring him over that's fucking cash yeah, dude. Like, like again, Hardy, as like someone Hiddleston. who didn't watch either of the Venom movies, like, I would watch the Venom movie with Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yes. Yeah. And so, like I said, you, it might not be your cup of tea in, t- in terms of his performance, but I think people have really stuck to it. And, like, for myself, like, I am not a huge fan of it, but I would say that the main drawing, my, my main draw to a Venom movie is him being just absolutely committed and, like, just going nuts. Like, he is not phoning this in at all. Yeah, that's it, like I said. It's so weird considering how hammy he plays it. Like even yeah. in the trailers, it's just yeah. um, kind of aggressive. Um, and so that's three minutes. Yep. So welcome back, people who wanted to skip that. Um, and so yeah, so that's Venom two. If you liked it, if you like the first one, check it out. So would you Would you watch a third Venom? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so the next movie I have is super quick. I watched Mean Girls again. I watch it every year on October third. And it's okay. uh, still awesome. Still awesome. <laughs> um, and so that's the first third of movies. Uh, did, you, did you have anything else? Or yeah, so um, I will... Uh, the two things I'll touch on. Um, yeah. Let me see. Okay, yeah, two things. All right, so one, Hades. I think I'm kind of done. I think there's a little bit unresolved, but I don't know if that's like on purpose like because it's not a super big problem that's unresolved you know what i mean it's just like Mm -hmm. a little loose end that doesn't really matter and there's like you could easily point to like some dialogue that said and be like oh there it is you know what i mean i just don't know if that's definitive um right it's kind of like with with a with an rpg where you like you know you you finish the story and you finish most of the side things but if you really wanted to you could go and do like something else kind of like the uh the riddler trophies is you know how i said like if I really wanted the end of Batman, I would get all those right. trophies. But, like, I don't want to do that. So, like, I'm so, not... So, this isn't quite that in terms of, like, this isn't something that I could choose to do. Um, from where I'm at, it seems like this may be just how it ends. Um, if the if this doesn't end this way, then I don't know that yet. Like, I'm going to continue playing it. I think I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still being done with, like, the story aspect of it... There's still so much shit that I haven't even touched that I'm, like, clearly, like, all right, well, I want to keep playing it because there's these things that I don't even, I don't know if you remember me talking, there's, like, a trophy-shaped thing with, like, a curtain over it in, Mm -hmm. like, the corner that, like, I don't know what it is and I have to reach a certain level before I can see what it is. I still haven't touched those and I'm, like, done Mm -hmm. with the story and it's like, oh, now I kind of want to see what those are then, you know what I mean? Like, because it's weird, there's, like, this weird uh, tightrope I feel like you walk as you make a game. Which is mm-hmm. that, like, you want, um, you know, you want people to feel like they've completed your game when they finish the story, right? Like, you, right. you want to give the sensation of completeness. But then you also want to be able to give people, like, if they have finished playing this game, and let's say mm-hmm. the story is not the main draw, you know what I mean? Like, because in this game, I think, like, the way it plays is more important than the story, ultimately, to what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um you want to give people enough reason to continue playing if they really would want to. Um, a good example is that, like, I don't. This doesn't make any sense. It's it's clearly something wrong with like, I'm gonna say me, but also a bunch of people. Like, because the mm-hmm. logic isn't there, but it's still the way it is. Which is that, like, I I like playing Call of Duty games, right? Mm-hmm. 
I can't anymore just play a Call of Duty game without working towards something. So when I play a Call of Duty game, like, different guns have different camos. You have to use them and complete certain challenges to get them. Like, I like Call of Duty, but, like, for some reason, I need to feel like I'm working towards something. Mm -hmm. So if I ever ended up with all the camos, I would probably never play it again, even though I like the game. You know what I mean? Like, it's just this weird thing of, like, I have other games that I'm that I could be working towards versus this one that I just like, you know what I mean? So it's like, I I think as a developer, you want people to feel like they've completed the full thing when the story's over. Mm -hmm. But you also, if you want people to continue playing, you still need to give them something to go towards. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. and I think it has achieved that pretty well. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I've, I've done a couple runs since I beat it. Um, I'll probably keep coming back to it a little bit. And then the other thing I was just going to touch on super briefly. Actually, no. Do your do your next two. Yeah. I'll touch on my brief thing and then we'll go. Okay. Yeah. Um, so my the next two are sort of co- um, connected. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, well, they have the same director. Um, oh, okay. But so this past Tuesday, Is I watched... Is the director some... of Perks of Being a Wallflower? <laughs> <laughs> Sticking his shit everywhere. Um so the this past Tuesday I watched a movie called uh Titan which it's a French movie and it won the Palm d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival which is like the biggest film festival it's like mm-hmm. the biggest award um but it doesn't always translate to American movies I, I know I've always heard of a bunch of movies winning it but it, they don't really make a splash in America um right. there are some um notable examples of them like uh, Pulp Fiction won it um oh, Parasite um what else I'm trying to think of another American one that has won it um, recently. But anyway, so th- those won the, uh, the the main award. And so this one is... Okay, so it it it's like when, when, when somebody goes, Hey, man, like, do you want to hear... Or, do, like, when you think of, like, experimental, like, French movies, right? Like, wacky, like, mm-hmm. French movie. This is kind of what they're thinking about. Okay. Um, it's is i can't even explain it fuck bro all right i looked at i googled this mm-hmm. the very first picture is this kid in a fucking head contraption yes yes i'm like what the fuck is going on here yeah <laughs> and so but well before i talk about uh titan um because i knew i was gonna watch it i was like let me see what else the director did and so it's uh julia uh, julia ducarno and she did she's made one movie before and the previous one was called raw and it's a horror movie from 2016 where it's about this um, this vet girl. Oh, no, this girl who's going to vet school, like veterinary school. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a vegetarian. But then one, as a part of their of initiation, they make all of the incoming, like, freshman vets eat, like, raw rabbit kidney or something. Mm-hmm. And so she has to eat it. But she's like, I'm, not, I'm vegetarian. But they, like, eat it. And so she's like, okay. But then after she eats that, it, like, triggers something in her where she just starts eating raw meat and then eventually oh she's eating the rawest meat (laughs) she's eating human meat right she becomes a cannibal and so um for the longest time i didn't want to watch this one because i sort of had heard it was like oh people are passing out and it's gross and i was like i just know if i can handle it and the gore itself isn't that bad right like I, i think i was telling a friend i was like the gore is about as bad as you would see on like an average episode of The Walking Dead. Okay. Right? Like just like you know, like it, it's 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 bad, but it's not that bad. The the thing, of course, that's gross is that it's 
you know, human meat, right? Like, right. Like, people, like, it's like, you see her, like, eat, like, a finger and stuff. Ugh. And, and I'd say both of these are just whacked, like, out there movies, right? Where you, it ends and you go, wow, I'm sure that meant something, right? <laughs> or you have to, like, read something and you have to be like, wow, like, this is wacky and stuff. And, like, I, I don't want to spoil tea time because I, I think people will want to watch that one and, um, let me just say that the whole time, dude, from the moment it started to the moment it ended, I never knew where the fuck it was going. I literally <laughs> was like, you could tell me, and every time it had, something happened, I'd be like, that is something that I never would have in a thousand years expected them to do. It never even crossed my mind. No, <laughs> no. It's like there's reveals, there's like emotional connections, the ending. I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, but I think with both of them, she falls, the director falls into the same category that I had talked about before, where it's just you people who just like, you give them a camera and they just know exactly how to move it, exactly where to put it, exactly how to like frame something. Because they are, she is like doing these shots that are like these long shots, following people around this room and is like going in and out of stuff and like up and down. And I'm like, how long did this take? Both of them, especially <laughs> Titan has one in the opening sequence where you're following the main girl with the with the head tattoo thing or the scar and she's going through like this auto show mm-hmm. um like on the floor and it's like it follows like like a shot from her butt and then it like moves under the cars and then like around the cars and then like there's like these like dancers and it goes up and down and i'm like dude this must have taken weeks right and mm-hmm. so like stylistically she is very good um but the stories themselves are just fucking bonkers right I think mm-hmm. if you were to, I think for both of them, um, Sydney read the Wikipedia pages because she doesn't do horror, right? Okay. And so if, for people who don't do horror, usually what they do is they just read the Wikipedia um, plot summary. And mm-hmm. so for both of them, after she read them, she was like, what the fuck? Like, this is so like fucking weird. Like, it's just weird <laughs> shit. And I, I, I remember, I like mentioned a plot moment from Titan. I was like, oh, that's like that one when you were driving, I think today. And she was like, yeah, I know. I've read it. It's fucking mm. weird. <laughs> um. So I think I, I think if you like sort of like experimental horror movies or like horror that it that it's kind of like what we talked about like hereditary. If mm-hmm. you want basically like hereditary, but more vague, more like symbolism, more metaphors, this is the kind of stuff that I think would be right up your alley. And I enjoyed both of them tremendously. But both of them I was like, you know, some scenes I was like, Oh my god, I can't watch Fuck, bro, because here's the deal. Hereditary I feel like is like mmm. 80% straightforward, right? Yes, 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 yes. Mm. But, like, I still, after, it was like, I need to go look. Like, I, I like I need to go read something to, like, like the ending of Hereditary. I was like, yes. I need I need to, like, uh, I'm just going to read what someone else has put together. Because, like, I, I'm going to sit here for a hot fucking minute if I have to do it myself. So, if Hereditary, which I think is 80% straightforward, is... If these are more vague than that, if I watch one of these, bro, I'm, I'm going to just be lost. I'm going to just be like, I can label, I, I can be like, I could write out the sequence of events that happened for you, but I have no idea what any of it means. <laughs> like, Yes, and you're saying 80? This would, These are probably like 50. Ah, oh, bro. But see, the thing is, is like, I, I, what is this? Where like, I want to watch this, but like, I know that if I watch this, I'm going to have no fucking clue what's going on. 
But yeah. like, I still want to watch it and read about it anyways. So I think yes. I'm probably going to watch one of them anyways. Well, I was going to say, I was like, Raw is, I would say, more straightforward, right? Like, it, right. It's, it's like she becomes, like, a cannibal, and it's like she has the secret, and it's like her, like, it's sort of meant to represent, like, her finding herself in college. Um, but you could definitely read some stuff about, like, French sexuality or, like, the, the, the like, um, uh, queer translation reading of it or something. Right. Um, especially because of, like, because it's, you know, it's French, French culture. And I think it's sort of like with Parasite where people were like, well, you know, there's just some things that you sort of just miss just from not being in it. Right. right. You just don't, it just doesn't click with you. You have to read into it. So I think Raw is much more straightforward. While Titan, I was just like, I was like, I came out of it and I was like, that was really good. And I liked it, and I liked sort of the way it looked and the thrills and stuff. But it, I was like, "This is like that hoity-toity, like fancy art movie." This shit. is art, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that you show this, that in there. you show this in in, in Ashboro, and people will like the theater on fire. Right? <laughs> it, it'll be like when people used to think that there was a train coming through the station because they were watching it for the first time and they were losing like, their minds. <laughs> right? It's like that. Oh fuck. They'd be the fucking Wally Coyote that fucking runs into the painting yes. of a tunnel. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I've, I've never seen a movie like that before. Like it, 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 like the main character is like wholly unlikable, but then like the stuff that she does is like what the fuck. And then like the way that, anyway, I, 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 I don't want to keep going like with these like platitudes, like well, like this yeah. and that, without giving what it is. But I would say, um, Raw is on Netflix. Okay. Um, it's. I would say the she she like has what's the what I would say what's the first encounter? There's an encounter with a finger or rel, like by the end of the first act, and if you can make it past that without being like oh this is too much, then you're fine because nothing gets as worse than that. It's about as gory as it gets. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 wild. And oh, well before we move on, I do want to note both of these. The main actresses do. Like full blown, like totally committed, like like maybe not like Academy Award winning stuff, but definitely like just like committed. You know how I was talking about Tom Hardy is like, yeah yeah. Committed? This is like that level, dude. And then some. Like these women are like fake blood and like biting into stuff and like getting goo Ooh, on yeah. them and like getting makeup on them and like getting thrown and punched and they just look like shit by the end of both movies. Okay. So just uh, is these like. Just like supremely committed. Okay, so Raw's on Netflix. How do how yes. do you how would one uh, watch uh, Titan? Oh, this one is in theaters now, but okay. I'm sure it'll be on like either to rent or Netflix or Hulu or something relatively soon. I think. I mean, I think you and I have talked about how like pretty much these days it's like kids don't know how good they have it, right? Like shit right. is just like on streaming like a month or two after it's in theaters. So, um. Yeah, so I'll check. I'll check uh, the local Cinemark in Asheville and see. <laughs> see if it's you guys fight. have the French movie Titan, you know? <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my face! Yeah, I got, I got Bruce Almighty and <laughs> yeah. Is it you want the titties? The you want titties from Anne? We don't got titties from Anne. <laughs> um. But I, I don't know. Maybe they could surprise you. I mean, like there were some times, like I said before, you know, where I would be looking at Ashbrook, especially when I, you know, when I used to live there in high school, and they would just have like a super art house movie, and I'd be like, wow, like I'm sure nobody's in there right now. That'd be awesome to go. I, but um, I don't know if this one will be one. But uh, yeah, I would say yeah. I really like Raw. 
I thought it wasn't as bad as people said it was. Like, like I said, dude, I had put this one in my mind as like, oh my god, this is like one of the most like stomach churning movies of all time, and it really mm-hmm. isn't. Um, right. But yeah. All right. So uh, Raw and uh, Titan. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So what, what is uh, yeah? What is the third thing you were? All right. So the third thing. So here's the here's the kicker, right? And so my note is that I watched another episode of What If, right? Mm-hmm. But then let's just say that I put that on preemptively because I knew it was gonna. I knew I was gonna watch it in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and then that afternoon rolled around, and I was like, I don't fucking want to watch that. So I didn't. Um, so, <laughs> so I did not watch another episode of What If. Um, I'm sure I'll get to it at some point, but it didn't happen. Um, what I am gonna say is that uh, I, just uh, as far as another thing I'm playing, um, I randomly. So uh, actually, hold on. Let's see here. I randomly started watching a streamer um, who used to be a commentator for fighting game tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was, like, super well-known, and uh, he was doing analysis of, like, his viewers' matches. So his viewers were saying, like, watch this match, and sending a link, and he would pull it up and just be like, oh, all right, here's what you need to work on. Like, And, and it's, it's cool because the best way I can explain it in, in more... Uh, common terms that people don't understand is it's the difference between um a coach and a player right which is that like and 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 i think it works also because i think there are still exceptions much like the other example but like um you, you know sometimes like the player's gifts or like what they do extremely well is so transcendent that like they don't even necessarily understand some of the intricacies of, like, why things work and why things don't work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of the example of, like, you, you know, like, I feel like you see a lot of times, like, or you'll hear, like, role players are more in tune with, like, why some things work and some things don't. And it's because they've had to, like, they're, like, min-maxing every bit of, like, what they have. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In terms of, like, alright, I need to be... Uh, a good example was I read an article about Chris Middleton, um, which and he's like he's an all star player, but he he doesn't have the same stuff you hear Kevin Durant have or LeBron right, have. Right, right. He's Giannis, like a star, you know but he's not I mean? a superstar, right? Right, and it's in in even outside of that, like he doesn't have the physical gifts, right? He's like he's got long arms, you know what I mean? That's right, like right. basically it. And they were talking about how like he to get his step back to be as consistent as it is like had to figure out the exact amount basically that he had to step back like if you look at his shots like all of his shots are like almost blocked but like it's missing that last little bit and that's like because i don't have these freakish gifts like i'm fine tuning this shit as perfect as it can be you know what i mean right. and so like i'm maybe catching things that other people that are better than me even aren't you know what i mean um, like, I'm catching, the, they took an extra inch of a step back. Whereas, for Steph, that doesn't matter, because I'll just step back 45 feet and fucking drain it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, from a player's perspective and and an analysis perspective on, like, fighting games, it's cool because I watch a lot of high-level players, and some of the shit is just so easy for them that they don't even, like, it, they would never be able to give advice, right? They'd be like, oh, you just fucking... You just do it. You right? hit this button, and if when, when you see it lands, you hit the next button. But, like, yeah. part of the problem is, like, having the anticipation to be able to press the second button, but not always pressing it even when the first button doesn't land. So, like, it's cool, because this guy was, like, an anal- uh, he did analysis for big fighting game tournaments. Evo's, like, the big one, and he did 
a lot of evos for street fighter and so he's watching these clips of people play street fighters and it's like also not like top level it's like bronze level people and he's like yeah so here's what you need to do he's like super beginner level he's like you just need to work on this uh these two things and when a guy jumps at you hitting him in the air that's it he's Mm -hmm. like just work on that you'll improve and so seeing stuff like that, but he will do several silver level, gold level, diamond level. So it's like seeing the progression of him being able to give the knowledge all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like for the bronze guy, he's like, oh, just these couple simple things and you'll do a lot better. When he gets to the diamond guy, he's like, all right, so look, we're going to break this shit down. And it gets super in depth and like it just scratched an itch and now I'm playing Street Fighter again. And so mm-hmm. I'm playing Street Fighter Five. Uh, for what it's worth, Street Fighter Five released in... 2016, and uh, so I'm back to playing Street Fighter five years <laughs> later. Um, so yeah, it's just uh, it, it, his name is Say Jam. If that shit sounds like it interests anybody at all, his shit's really cool. He's mm-hmm. he's fun to listen to because he was an announcer, right? Like he was an announcer slash uh, analyst. What's the word I'm looking for here? Mm-hmm. Announcer analyst. analyst. That's the one. <laughs> Analysist. Um, he was an analyst uh, as well for like big fighting game tournaments. So he's like pretty knowledgeable he he doesn't get too dull but he also doesn't like you can tell he knows what he's talking about so he's pretty cool to listen to his name say jam um s-a-j-a-m so if that's interesting at all to you uh his channel is pretty cool to watch um cool, cool. cool. So that's that yeah i i always think it's so fascinating like you were saying like you know just to know that the next step to do and, and to have that extra skill i mean you know you mentioned kd it's like that it's like you know kd I'm, you know he works on its craft i'm sure but like yeah, his shot is just as good. He's like, well, you just pull up and you just shoot over motherfuckers. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, Le- LeBron, how do you do it? It's like, well, I, I just fucking jump and I dunk on somebody. <laughs> right, what do you mean? Okay, first you just B610. And <laughs> first then... step, B610. Second step, put your left foot in front of your right foot. Third step, right. jump. Fourth step, profit. Like <laughs> Exactly. It's like everything else just fills in with the talent, right? It's like... Um, was I talking about uh, a friend about the Michael Michael Porter Jr. got that big contract, right? Right. And they were like, "Is he worth two hundred mil? Like, it's crazy, right? Like, is he even that good?" And it's like, "Well, no, but he's six ten and he shoots like Clay and Steph." So and he actually and he has shown improvement in other areas too. So it's like, yeah, you yeah. probably gotta pay him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like there is no way around it, right? It's, it's just like one of those things. It's like. That natural talent to me is always so interesting. And it's like, what happens if you, like, even if you, like, have that amazing talent? Do you, like, like, and how much effort do you put in, in honing it, right? Like, if you're Shaquille O'Neal and you've been gifted by God, how much do you effort do you put into it, right? And Or even, even if we're not even talking about, like, how much effort. Like, let's say you both put equal effort in. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't, if I'm Shaq. I don't really need to understand, like, necessarily the intricacies intricacies of, like, positioning myself in such a way that the person beside me or the guy defending me can't get to the ball. Because what I'm going to work on is just, like, simpler stuff and perfecting that to a higher degree. Like, even if we put the same forth of effort, if I'm 7'2", 350, and I can just turn and someone just literally falls, like, like... I don't have to worry about that part. You know what I mean? Like I- I'm just putting my energy somewhere else now. You know what I mean? And I right. think like, that's what you get. Like, like you said, Kevin Durant probably puts just as many hours in the gym as Chris Middleton. He probably puts just as much effort. 
but the idea of getting my shot away from a defender's hand is not nearly as big of a deal for KD because I'm 6'10 with a wingspan of fucking 7'8 and I'm yeah. just bald. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like. Yeah. I've never once in my life had to worry about someone blocking my shit if I'm Kevin Durant. You know? <laughs> like, right, right. And even if the skills aren't there, you know, just like just being that tall, just you, it's just something that you can't really, you know, give somebody. Like, um, right. I was talking to my barber, and I was telling him, I was like, you know, there was that old saying that is, if you, if you were like what six ten, you could chew bubble gum and yeah, if walk you're at seven, if you're seven foot and you can walk and chew bubble gum at the same time, there's a place for you in the NBA. Exactly. <laughs> but if you're seven, you're six two or six one, it's like you gotta try like really, 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 really hard. Yeah. Same thing with somebody like, you know, like Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, they're, they've drafted quarterbacks in the league just because they're tall and they can throw real hard. You know what I mean? It's right. like, it's like we don't have any proof that you're even a good quarterback, but we'll try it. <laughs> like, I mean, it, most of the time it hasn't panned out. Right, but it's uh, still, like, on the list. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, like, he checks all the boxes, you mean, except right. for the one where he knows how to play football. <laughs> it's like, to be a short guy, you basically have to be Drew Brees, Russell Wilson... Um, you know, uh, what's in Baker, Kyler, right. but if you're a tall guy, you literally can just be like Trevor Fucking, Simeon, yeah, Brandon exactly. Eden, all those dudes, Brock Eisweiler, Brock Eisweiler, mm-hmm. all these dudes that just like were like six five and they just flunked out, but they just happen to be tall, right? Yeah, one of the one of my favorite examples, and this is another thing someone can Google, is if you there's a there's a guy who was super popular um, in Street Fighter three, um, and he's been really good since, but his name is Daigo. Mm-hmm. Um, he does this thing that's the most insane thing I've ever seen, and it's so nonchalant. It's called the Daigo Walk, which is that, like, in, in games where there's not a block button, you block by holding backwards, right? Mm. Daigo. So if you're walking forward, it's extremely hard to block anything because you have to hold backwards to block. So Daigo does this thing called the Daigo Walk where, like, so normally what people do is they, like, double tap forward to dash, and then they hold back, right? Because, like... My distance is already getting covered by the dash. Like, I dash forward five meters, we'll say. And, like, so once I press forward twice, I'm going forward five meters, and I can just hold back the whole time, so that way I block whatever's coming afterwards. Daigo will just fucking walk straight at a slow speed, straight at some dude, and the moment an attack comes out, it, like, it's blocked. And I'm like, I don't even know how you'd ever react to that. Like, I'm, like, I'm literally, you could just... Without holding a controller, you could just put a button in front of me and be like, once you press this, you block. And I'd, like, watch him walk forward. I would never block a thing. Like, I would just get hit every time. But he just blocks it. And it's, like, the craziest... Like, what is the skill level? Because I guarantee if you ask him, he's going to be like, yeah, just walk forward. And then when I know an attack's coming, I block. But it's like, no, there's there's levels to this shit because I could never. Like... Right. Exactly. And so it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Just so you get... Do it. Yeah, you just do it. Um, so you get some of not that when you watch this other guy's channel, which is why I've been playing Street Fighter um, and not watching What If. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, right. I think the season finale is tomorrow or today or so. Yeah, so I'll get to it at some point maybe. Yeah. Unless and I, all it would take is someone to be like, season finale kind of sucked. I'd be like, nah, I'm good. Fuck that episode right. I heard was good in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll probably start it. Um, after I finish, uh, I'm playing, I'm watching Squid Game on Netflix. Yo, I, that's like the next thing I want to watch if I ever finish What If, is yeah. I've heard everyone talk about it. So I think and at first I thought it was just going to be like a cheesy little fucking like, uh, it, to me, from what I've heard people say, it just sounded like 
knockoff Netflix TV saw to me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and but then like I started hearing like people like give it like actually the like, good in depth reviews, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. hold on, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> oh, this is clearly a show. It's a Netflix show, but it's in in a, in a way that it was made, and the Netflix just bought it, which is way better than Netflix making it. Those are right. the shit ones. All right, yeah. so uh, so not Squid Games, but what yeah. is the other thing you watched? Yeah, and then the last thing I watched was just last night. I went to see the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Um, so are you are you, are you a fan of well? A are you a fan of James Bond movies? And are you a fan? If you are, are you a fan of like the Daniel Craig ones? All right, so I have watched in my lifetime maybe one Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember and which one? I, I do not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, honestly, I may have not even watched the movie, but like his fa- like his face as James Bond is familiar to me. You know what I mean? So maybe I didn't even watch the movie, but like it feels like I've watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the only one I've watched and can legitimately just be like, nah, watch that and it's great is Casino Royale. Casino mm-hmm. Royale is. Is such a good movie, and for whatever reason, I don't know why. What was the second one? Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Yep. I didn't watch that. I also feel mm-hmm. like maybe that one wasn't as well received as nope. Casino nope. Royale. And then I just fell off. Like, like I didn't watch Quantum of Solace, and everyone that came off came out after that. I was like, well, I didn't watch Quantum of Solace, so nope. Um, so like, I haven't watched any of them, but I do like Daniel Craig as James Bond. Like, I. Mm-hmm. I know he's, like, very different from what James Bond is, really. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what James mm-hmm. Bond considered to be before it was Daniel Craig. Yeah. Um, it was, like, a... I feel like I remember them being, like, oh, that's a big swing when it was Daniel Craig. Um, but, like, I, I do love him in Casino Royale. I didn't watch Quantum of Solace, and so I don't even ha- I can't even talk about that negatively. Mm-hmm. I just know it wasn't received as well. And uh, I haven't watched any others, but like every time one comes out, I'm like, kind of want to watch it though. And I, but like, mm-hmm. but then there's the barrier of like the last three. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't end up getting to it. Yeah, I, I I'm right there with you. Um, I I saw I've seen some of the older ones, and they're they're fine. I think it's it's sort of how we had talked about. I think all old movies that are genre movies that are old, you go, wow, this is what they used to be watching. Yeesh, right. Right, because it's like the the Friday the Thirteenth movies, where it's like, yeah, this is what passes like a good entry in this series. Fuck, this is horrible. And I would watch like an old James Bond movie with like Roger Moore, and I'd be like, wow, this is fucking ass. I remember watching <laughs> them when I was a kid. I'd be like, this is even when I was a, well, not when I was a kid, but I was in high school. But I right. knew like I was like I want to watch some of the old ones, and I like was just like, wow, these are mostly crap. <laughs> um, and I watched, I think I watched all of the Pierce Brosnan ones, and I think I only really like Golden Eye, which is his first one. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I grew up with the Daniel Craig ones, and I love, I'm like you, I love Casino Royale. It's like, it, like, you know, it's up there with Shaun of the Dead in top five for me. I, I just, I really, really like it. And then, um, I think watching Quantum of Solace was the first time, I think, in my life where I was like, wow, like, sequels can be, like, noticeably bad. Like, <laughs> like when I was You can kid, start with like, this thing that's gold. And just absolutely shit all over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I'd be like, "Well, you know, it, you gotta it watch sense... the sequel." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and it wouldn't make sense to me that a director would make a good movie and then the next one would make a bad one, right? especially like, with all the same characters and like everything. You know what I mean? It'd right, be one right, thing exactly. if they just tried a new thing and it was bad, but it's like not like you. You made the first one; it was great. 
you brought everybody back and then it was bad. What happened? <laughs> right, right. Like, I, I didn't quite get sort of what it is now that it's just like this melting pot and every movie is a minor miracle. I would just be like, well, you, you know, you, you just make another one. Like, I remember, I forget who it was, and they won Best Director. And then they were like, from the Best Director winning Oscar, Director of blah, 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 blah. And be like, oh, well, then the next movie is going to win Best Director too because you know that's just what happens right. but of course now i didn't that's like a child thinking right but now of course i get it um and so that, that was like one of the first examples in my mind where i was like wow like this is like bad bad and <laughs> so then th- so that came out three years after casino royale and then four years after that skyfall came out and mm-hmm. that one's great too not as good as casino royale but it's actually pretty good mm-hmm. and then three years after that was specter and that thing was crap again so it okay i up, feel like i remember down, thinking specter i remember hearing the specter was bad but like yeah okay it was it it's 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 james bond it's what's his name daniel craig like phoned in at 100 percent. like he does not want to be there the damn the, really mm-hmm. yeah the actress the main bond girl the him and the, the two of them have like no chemistry she is like and like again to use an old word a nothing burger <laughs> and then the villain reveal, the villain reveal kind of makes no sense, and it kind of just you know sucks. Um, and so, I say that because this is very much a direct sequel to Spectre, which in my mind kind of makes no sense. Oh no! Because, um, so I'll give out the pros before I go into why it continues the errors of Spectre. The pros are. Daniel Craig actually gives a shit this time. Like, he's committed. Okay. Probably because they told him, they were like, this is the script, this will be your last one, like, this is it, right? Like, last right. one, we promise, super duper promise. And so he's like, all right, I gotta actually act in this one. And he's actually great. And he's like, you, it's kind of shocking how much of a difference it is. Um, the action is awesome. It's so nice to have, you know, directors and, like, stunt people and, like, like a movie that gives a shit about action looking good. Mm-hmm. There's like a great chase early on. There's a great fight in like some in some woods. The the final set piece is okay, but for the most part, it's pretty good stuff. Um, it looks great, right? You go like, wow, I'm in Cuba and I'm in Jamaica, and it looks awesome, and it, it's like a mini vacation. Mm-hmm. And the bad stuff is that the the villain is sort of, I mean, he he like has a relation with Bond, but he's 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 not. There's no really like close like villainy Bond, right? The the best right. villains are ones where like they interact often and they're like like violently against one another not right. always physically but just like morally you know physically right. um, psychologically whatever um and then the main bond girl is of course the same one from the last one and it's just like who's a nothing burger yeah just like they're okay. like i love you and i'm like do you because i don't feel none of this <laughs> and it's also kind of long it's like two hours and 45 it doesn't Oof. it doesn't go it's not a slog i will, I will say it's not a slog it's exactly like Malignant, where I was like, wow, you know, this movie's kind of, I'm having fun, but it's, you know, you're getting up there, movie. You're getting up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I gave it a three and a half out of five. Like, okay. I think, but I think, I think that one is so biased because I think I hated the villain from Spectre and he's back for a little bit. I hated the bonker. Like, I really, really do not like it. Do not like her, the relationship, where it goes, and they bring her back. So if you didn't care, then this movie will knock you out. Like, it'll just be really good because it is very emotional. But, right. of course, like I said, for me, I'm like, mm, this is very emotional. I just wish it was with, like, the Different main girl from, like, <laughs> Casino Royale, like, Vesper. Like, if they had somehow brought back Vesper, like, it's a zombie or, like, she was, you know, they pull a fucking <laughs> a Fast and Furious and, like, wow, she moved out of the way at the last time. The last yeah. Second. Um, 
And what what I did think was kind of interesting is that, um, in you know when Skyfall came out in 2012, the whole thing about that movie is that they go, oh James Bond, you're old, right? Like they're like the whole like, he like hurts his shoulder and he's like falling apart and he's like, wow, you're old. You're just an old blunt instrument that has no place in this world. We all do sci-fi stuff. You're just like an old tool of the old world. Right. And at the end of the movie, the movie goes well. No, but he's still old, but he has some usefulness. And right. it's just interesting that that was the, that, that that's kind of like the sort of um that's like the Dark Knight Rises, you know, angle yeah. to things. And, and also like go, that uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say and then he would go on to play the character for 9 more years. Is that just, <laughs> right. just so that, that they didn't save that sort of like is there a place for James Bond in this world for this one because they used it 9 years ago. And if you watch the trailer or that movie, the whole thing, the whole, like everybody goes, "Wow, you look like shit. You're old. Like you don't belong yeah. in this world." And then for them to do two more, including one <laughs> nine years after that one, you just go, "That's it's kind of funny." Yeah. So like, it's funny though, because all right, it's uh, it obviously doesn't play in the old aspect because it was the first one. But I also feel like that's kind of um, some of that same like you're just an old or you're just like a blunt instrument in a much more complex world. I feel like they, even in Casino Royale, use that a little bit. Like, I don't think they say that he's too blunt, but, like, we talked about even the opening chasing, right? The guy's, like, sliding, climbing, and he's just, like, straight through this wall, straight through this door. Mm -hmm. He's like, like, you're going to climb this thing? I'm going to just take this fucking cable straight to the top. Like, it's, like, it's so much of a departure from what, like, normally Bond is. You know what I mean? Like, Bond's usually, like, I got a million fucking gadgets and I'm ready to use all of them. And Daniel Craig's, like, Casino Royale Bond is, like, I'm just going to fuck this up. Like, like, I'm just going to run headfirst through this wall Mm -hmm. to make this work. And And I feel like that's a good, um... That works for Skyfall, then you know what I mean? Because, like, mm-hmm. we've already kind of gotten that feeling that, like, he's just uh, he's a hammer, right? You know what I mean? Right. And then, like, Casino Roy has established that now Bond's a hammer, and then it's cool for Skyfall to be like, Yeah, you're just an old hammer, and we're all using fucking microchips now, so you're you're like washed up. And he's like, Well, no, I can still break this phone, you know, what I mean? like, that's <laughs> like, that's that it's a cool little thing to have put together. Like, even not watching Skyfall, like, I feel like those work off of each other pretty well. Yeah. Um, this the other thing I want to touch on is another, uh, actually, before I go off topic with that, um, just because we mentioned it super briefly, um, do you know anything about the game Death Stranding? Have you heard about it? You know, yeah, it's yeah, a it's Hideo the one Kojima with, game, um, uh, Norman Reedus, correct. So, all I was going to say, before you even go any further, is that, like, there's a guy in Death Stranding, who's also in one of these Bond movies of Daniel Craig, who, to me, I don't care what you do to him, he has the face for a villain. This man could never play a lead. Like, I don't... Mads Mikkelsen? Yes! He... Yeah. Why does he look like that? (laughs) Like, it's such a weird way to say it, but, like, my man looks like a villain. Like, like the Danish face, yeah. Like I'm, I, I googled him, and I'm looking at these pictures, and there's like one where his hair is disheveled, and he's like laughing, and I'm like, who are you? Like, <laughs> because like all I can imagine is a stoic face, and he's in Casino Royale, right? Isn't he the yeah, guy that like bleeds from his fucking face. eyes? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, you're just a villain. Like I don't like you walk through everyday life as a villain. You walk into the mall, go to buy some shoes, you're a fucking villain. You're up to nefarious. <laughs> It means you're down. You're up to no good. 
Yeah, um, and he's a villain in um, Doctor Strange, if you remember. He's the guy. That's oh, yeah, like, that's right. Like See? The little crystal eyes. So, the reason I brought that up is Death Stranding is a game that every review I've read makes this seem like some shit that I would never want to play. It it seems terrible to me. I think it's super artistic. I think it sounds like a dog shit ass game, if that's the bit. Like, I would rather it be a movie than a game based on what I've heard. Yeah. I've had no interest in buying this. Every time... I'm pretty sure Mads Mikkelsen is is a villain in that game. Based on the trailers I've seen for that game, Mads Mikkelsen is the villain in that game. Every time I see a screenshot or, like, um, Hideo Kojima will sometimes just, like, retweet people if they've done, like, drawings or paintings of, like, Metal Gear Solid or Death Stranding or anything like that. Anytime one of those comes through and it's, like, Mads Mikkelsen looking all fucking menacing, bro, I'm like, oh, I want to play that game. Like, he's just such a good-looking villain. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> he's got the face for it. He really and does. I mean, and he is the, still the best. You know, well, Casino Royale. Well, I was going to say, it was like, everything about Casino Royale is the best of the Craig <laughs> series. It's the best Bond girl, the best action sequences, the best villain. I think the only thing that another movie has on it is probably the cinematography. Like, Skyfall's cinematography is awesome there is um there's i don't know you might have seen it there's a fight scene where he's like in a skyscraper and he's following this guy and they go into this room it looks like an office building but it's empty and instead of walls there's glass okay i don't think i've seen it you might have seen it because it it, i think it became pretty like influential right at the stock right right when it came out and at one point they start fighting and the movies the, the camera's like zooming in on them fighting and in in the background is like a billboard like a lit up billboard and you see like they're like fighting and all you see is their silhouettes fighting as the camera like pushes in in like a long take and then you see like little flashes from the muzzle cuz one of them has a gun so you see pew, pew, you see like these white lights of like their faces when they're punching wow. and it looks really really cool and so the whole movie is filled up with shots like that where everything you just like it looks amazing um uh, but i would say that that's the only thing that another bond movie has on casino royale Right. So, uh, I think the James Bond series, uh, what I was going to say before that I cut myself off, is that another franchise that I think has the same issue for me is Mission Impossible. Which Mm. is that, like, every time I see a new one, I'm like, oh, this seems cool. Like, it seems like a thing I could get into. Yeah. But, like, like, like I said, No Time to Die. I was like, I really want to see that. But then I'm like, I haven't seen the three before it and i also don't remember casino royale that way that well you know what i mean so it's like fuck now i gotta rewatch four movies before i go see this one every time a new mission impossible comes out i'm like this looks kind of dope and i'm like but there's like eight of them now (laughs) like i'm never gonna be able to catch up and watch that and and the thing is that with like with james bond i could say well if if you were like ever what do i need to watch to watch this one Right? right i would say definitely casino royale because it's the best one and Spectre, unfortunately. Just so that you can get the story beats from it. Right. Even though it's crap, those two. And right. then the other two, I mean, you can watch Skyfall just for fun, but you don't need to, right? Um, and, but for Mission Impossible, if you were like, I'm going to watch the new one whenever it comes out, like next year or the year after, mm-hmm. which one should I watch? I would say, kind of all of them. Three is Same thing as Fast and Furious, right? Like, each one of... is its own contained event, but there's so much just, like, backstory and oh. backlog of shit that, like, you kind of need to catch it here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't mean that for the story. I mean just that because the movies are great. Oh, like, okay. I got you. I got you. Two, three is pretty good. Four is fucking fantastic. Five I watched fantastic. one of them. Six is fantastic. I've watched one, and it is... 
I think it's Ghost Protocol. <laughs> like, Ooh, is that the great. one where is they, that, they climb the up the outside of a building? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that, in like Saudi Arabia, maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That one's oh. great. Oh, okay, that's the one I saw. It. I remember thinking that was pretty, pretty on point. But yeah. I haven't seen any of the others. <laughs> yeah, dude, Fall, Fallout, which is the one that came out, I think, two years, three years ago, two or three mm-hmm. years ago now. That one, dude, like that movie is amazing, dude. Like, it, I, there's like a chase in the middle of Paris that's awesome. Um, there's a chase at the end where Tom Cruise like hijacks a helicopter in midair and then chases the villain in, in another helicopter and you could like it's like it... i feel like i remember reading that, that he's like actually flying the helicopter yeah. and you mm-hmm. can tell because of the shot and the way the background moves like no top is really flying that and i'm like yes. this is fucking insane like yeah. how nah like if you're what company is funding that <laughs> what company's like you know what we want to have tom cruise's life on our what like ensuring that yeah, exactly. yeah we're gonna have his blood on our hands when we let him fly a helicopter and he fucks it up and crashes into a mountain yeah, like, yeah. so it has like awesome car stuff it has awesome helicopter stuff it has that um bathroom fight scene with um henry henry cavill oh yeah where he reloads his biceps yeah mm-hmm. that one's awesome dude um so so now I gotta watch all the fucking Mission Impossible. Movies, I was gonna right? say, I was like, yeah, 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 that, yeah. Um, I know you're a completionist, and I would say skip one and two and just go straight into three. That's not gonna. If I'm already put, especially if I'm already putting forth the effort to watch like yeah. three through what eight, like, yeah. like I, yeah. I might as well just watch one and two. <laughs> I guess you're right. Like, like if people are always like, should I start Fast and Furious? And I'm always like, well, half of them are pretty good, one of them is excellent, and then the other half are like just okay, which is fine and i would mm-hmm. say the same for the craig movies um but the mission impossible ones dude those are batting like eight eight hundred right that's that's nuts like i think two two is the only one that i would say like okay this is actually kind of bad but three okay. like i said three is pretty good which Four one's the one great. with philip seymour Hoffman? Huh? that's three that was pretty okay. good yeah um three is pretty good four is fantastic five is fantastic six is fantastic um and, and like I said, six has just some of the best action scenes I've ever seen. It's like like it's like Matrix level stuff. Okay. Um, but like I said, it just sucks because it's like people always go Fast and Furious or James Bond. I'm like, well, with those you're batting about five hundred, right? Right. But you can Mission flip a coin. This like, might turn into shit. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, yeah. And even Fast and Furious, I would say maybe you're you're closer to like thirty five, thirty you know thirty five hundred, right? Uh, or or you know three fifty. Um, but Mission Impossible, 800, maybe? <laughs> All 850? Right. All right. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's on the list now. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. If you started, let me know. And, cause, <laughs> but that's the thing is like, what is it? Six movies? You know, but, um. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what I put on my list is I would love to watch the Bond movie. I probably won't, but I would love to. <laughs> like, I, I want to watch it, but again, like, I just Casino Royale. Especially for Bond, because I know Quantum of Solace isn't great, and I know yeah. Spectre isn't great. So it's like, so I'm going to force myself to slog through two bad movies. Like, I don't know if I got it in me. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah. And the but this is, is definitively, bad, this is definitively the last. Yes. Daniel Craig movie, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He said so, it's yeah. the last, last so one. Now yeah. I gotta want to fucking watch it because yeah, and like I, I like Daniel like, Craig. I know, and, and I wish it was like Skyfall was the one that it was a sequel to because I could be like, well, dude, fuck the two bad ones, Casino Royale, Skyfall. That's it. Like it's a pretty clear delineation. It's like Spectre is bad, Quantum of Solace is bad, Skyfall is good, Casino Royale is good, 
Well, you know, those watch the two good ones and then this one. But the thing is, like I said, it's a sequel to the bad one. But I mean, but this one's actually good. Um, but, but that sequel kind of dragged it down, or the right. what and it I'm like, oh, like I'm like, I'm so sorry bit. that you have to watch this shit movie to make it for, to make it. Make sense. <laughs> you know, like it's like when people were like, well, you know, the new, um, you know, Endgame is coming out. What should I watch? And I'd be like, okay, well, definitely watch Avengers one, Infinity War, and Ant Man and the Wasp, and maybe like one more, right? Right. But when you tell them that, they're all good movies. Right, like I don't right. Like, like I like, think Thor Ragnarok's probably in there because I think you get a lot of the uh, Thor in it to yeah, mm-hmm. to yeah. lead you up yep. to the, the ending events. But like all those movies are good. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. Like you're not going to be like, I'm so sorry, I'm making you watch Ant Man one. It's so bad. I'm so sorry, but you need it, right? Because it's right. not. It's good, right? And that, but this one, that's why it's it's hard for me to be like watch Spe- watch Spectre because it's like oh, I'm so sorry I'm making you watch Spectre it's so, <laughs> it's, bo- it's boring the action sucks the romance sucks he's phoning it in as fuck <laughs> <laughs> he's phoning it in as fuck uh, alright shout out to Danny Crick um, so uh, I guess the last thing we'll talk about uh, super briefly is uh, my fucking boys uh, Andrew Wiggins uh, yeah. Kyrie Irving um, who's I think there's another one. Yeah, uh, Isaac's J- Jonathan. Isaac. Jonathan Isaac. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna do his own research. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the reason I wanted to touch on this is because it, it, it it's just like, oh. well, first of all, Andrew Wiggins being like, I'm doing my own research. You know, we don't get vaccinated and stuff. Did you see his statement when they made him do it? No. What was it? So they were like, dude, you can't play your home games, and you're gonna lose half of your salary. And so he was like, all right, I'm gonna get vaccinated. So basically what he said was like, you know, they made me do it and I'm hoping that somebody out there can continue my fight, you know, or, you know, somebody who has more moral support or something like that. So basically people were planning on him being like, he's basically being like, you know, somebody has a stronger resolve than me, not me, I'm wild pussy, but if somebody else wants to do it, continue the fight. Also, like, I love how, yeah, how are you going to say that? Because here's the deal, as an NBA player, losing half your salary, if you really feel strongly about it, shouldn't be that big a fucking deal because you already made a fuck ton of money. (laughs) Right. Right, you're not asking someone on minimum wage you're scraping by to be like, are you willing to lose your job for it? It's like, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, no, Andrew Wiggins, you you can definitely afford, you can pay off everything you have right now and just live not as good. (laughs) He was like, no, I ain't doing that. (laughs) I'm trying to ball out. He said, "He said, um, if you if you want to work in society today, I guess they made the rules of what goes in your body and what you do. Hopefully, there's a lot of people out there that are stronger than me and keep fighting, stand for That's what they said, believe, and hopefully it will work out for them." He said, "Stronger than me keeps fighting, stand in what they believe in, and hopefully it works out for them." Basically saying, "Like I, don't, I, I folded like a, they, <laughs> they, they put mild pressure on me, and I folded like a chair." <laughs> Yo, he's the opposite of the I'm pussy. He was like, I'm pussy. <laughs> just, yeah, just fold the fish's face. It's a fucking, out. it's a statement instead of a question. Like, I'm pussy. Um, oh, holy shit. Shout out to Andrew Wiggins just being awful in all regards. Oh, um, no. I'm trying to find, what, what did he say? Um, are you talking about Dragonfly uh, Jones? No, well, him, him and, um, Trill Weathers on Twitter, they were like, um, he said, one thing <laughs> One thing we know for sure is that uh, Andrew Wiggins folded like origami. <laughs> I remember so, I remember seeing the point that you have as third, which is that like, they're like, 
Boy, you know what could really turn it around for Andrew Wiggins? Is if instead of that statement, he was like, look, Ted Cruz started backing me, and I had to reevaluate my, my stance. Yes. He's like, people would side <laughs> with you so hard. <laughs> so somebody quote, they put like a fake quote. They were like, you know, I folded like the Sunday paper, but somebody somewhere somewhere will keep up this fight. <laughs> There's another Max waiting for me down the line, so y'all stay solid, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And, 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 and um, you know, Dragonfly Jones always uses the example of um, Chance the Rapper. That's what I was Terry just Cruz. about to say. Chance yeah. and Terry Crews said it. He was like, well, hold on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So for those like, of you who don't know. People were on Chance's neck. <laughs> yeah. If, for, if you're listening, you don't know what, what the, the Chance and Terry Crews thing was. Is that Chance did something wild. This is like when people were turning on him during I the like I Love My Wife phase. Yeah, I feel like it had to be something like that or like. Was it, did it have anything to do about Kanye running? Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah, I think it was like when Kanye was running for president or some shit. Yeah. And he said something wild. And so everybody was, you know, he was double. No, he wasn't doubling down, but he was like, no, y'all got to look at what I'm saying. Yeah, I think think he was talking about Kanye West running because he was saying that, like, he knows Kanye better than these people. And he's like, I know him personally. And he, like, what he would want to do for the community is better than blah, 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 right? And so he, like, doubled down on it. And then go ahead. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he, and then Terry Crews like quoted it, and he was like, "Right on, my brother, keep on fighting the fight." And Chance the Rapper was like, "Oh, oh shit, no, yeah, no, I was wild. Oh yeah, if, if he's on my side, then I messed up." And I think that's that's always such a good thing. Like anytime that you look at who's next to you in any argument, and you see that it's ghouls, you go, "Oh." I've made a huge mistake. I made a mess up somewhere along the line, bro. Terry Crews came in for moral support and got shot in the chest. <laughs> like, yeah. He was like, yes, Chance. And Chance turned around and was like, I gotta, I, I gotta drop this weight and just fucking like... Oh my god, bro. That's so amazing. Anytime, anything. Like, for, also, for him to say that so publicly, right? Like, he didn't try and act like his stance changed later. He legit, like... Terry Crews quote tweeted him. I feel like he quote tweeted Terry Crews. It was like, ah, nah, never mind. Like, I didn't <laughs> at even Terry so- Crews, yes. I can't be seen with you at Terry <laughs> Crews. Your wild buns at Terry Crews. At Terry Crews, I must be bugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, um, um, that's incredible. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think you know, I think you know, Wiggins folded. And it's like, who gives a shit? You fucking idiot. Um, and then Draymond said some dumb stuff supporting him, but whatever. Um, but I think uh, Kyrie will be the important one because I think yeah. he's somebody who you go, Hey man, you're going to lose money. And he'll be like, so money's not real. You know, it's not right. Real. It's so aren't weird. part of the universe. It's so weird because like we just talked about making fun of Andrew Wiggins because he had like no spine and like Kyrie does have a spine, but it doesn't help him any because like he's also so bad shit. Like, nutty, right? Like, like it's like you have the wrong <laughs> convictions in the wrong spots, bro. He's like, I, look how like strong I am in my beliefs, and it's like, yeah, you also believe the world is flat. What are you doing? Right. Like, <laughs> it's like you watch. It's like those guys that work out, but they only work out their arms, so they're right. like SpongeBob. <laughs> exactly. Right. Their chest looks flat. Their legs are skinny. But you're like, no, bro. I mean, yes, you should do that, but like, you just missed it in other spots, right? <laughs> right. Like yeah. you putting it all in one place just makes you look dumb. Right, yeah, it's fucking, it's really aggressive. Uh, but Kyrie is an interesting one, because, like, I don't know. 
he's also more expendable there than he is in like any other place too, right? Like, right. If you have Kevin Durant and James Harden, and Kyrie's the one that's going to act out, you might just be like, eh. Oh, like, I think but also, if I'm, if I'm peace out, if I'm Harden, I'm like, you motherfucker, dude. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you gotta like, hit him you know, with the fight back. Oh, yeah, I just like yeah, but um, James Harden, up, do you want Kevin Durant and fucking whoever there's Joe Harris, Joe Harris, <laughs> the big three. You just need to catch him outside the locker room, start fucking him up, <laughs> give him some uppercuts, pop. That's what I'm saying. Take that sage and just fucking sprinkle it in his face. Um, what was you know what, what was the thing that people used to do? Like they would like hit each other in the back of the neck with like three fingers. Just psh, oh psh, yeah, just, yeah. Ah fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um. So to, to you know to wrap up the um the topic, how long do you think he goes? Kyrie. Yes. Fuck. I don't know, man. What the fuck? Uh, here's the deal. We're both gonna make guesses. There's no indication in any direction. No, um, exactly. Like you to me, he sounds. This is literally a prime. wild guess. Like, yeah, that sounds right. If he <laughs> said, "Oh, he signed," right, he did it right before opening, se- like the opening season, uh, season opener. I'd be like, "That also makes sense." Bro, like, you could tell me that he give vaccinated like right before the playoffs, and I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Like, <laughs> yeah. Or like you know, like Dragonfly Jones, you know, to bring him up again has said he's like, he'd be like, "Oh, then I'll just retire." And yeah, just, he's like, like one day, one day, I think it's like. He said that something like, uh, one day Kyrie's just gonna retire out of nowhere and then be like, fucking start his own alpaca farm. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Like, he'll be like Forrest Gump, you know, when he's running and he just right. stops running. He's like, well, uh, I don't feel like running anymore. Done with and we're going to be like, oh, okay. Uh, so, all right. I think, um, I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's so just out of control. Um, I don't think he's going to get vaccinated. I don't know if the the only thing that might push him to do it is if the Brooklyn Nets take the step to be like, well, then we're just not going to pay you. Like, we're just going to release you, not pay you, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only step that could force it to happen. But even still, I don't I don't know that it would. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think maybe, I'm going to say five games. Like regular season games because he's already missing one pre the preseason opener. Yep, and yeah, I just kind of like you said before. I just don't think the money is going to be like here's the, you know what's funny. Kyrie a hundred percent strikes me as the type of person that he would be like standing strong, right? Because he like they're not really gonna take my money, and then when they start taking his money, he's like, "Fuck, now I gotta stick with it because now I'm gonna look ridiculous." You know what I mean? Like. like Right. Like, it's how hard I grandstanded? Yeah, like, how yeah. hard I grandstanded this? I can't. I can't. What am I going to look like? Andrew Wiggins? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he's just going to he's just gonna dig in and just eat shit. And the whole time, he could be like, oh, I, I really need these paychecks. But he's like, hey, he's not going to do it. Like, I can just see him being that guy. <sighs> fucking Kyrie's just an absolute fucking nutcase. Yeah. Yo, I, so um, how often do you think LeBron was just like this motherfucker? Like, how? I mean, there's that you... picture, you know, the picture where like Kyrie's looking forward and LeBron's just like staring at him. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how many times was he just like, yo, what is this man talking about? A good, a good example of this happened at my work. One of mm-hmm. one of the drivers that I have working for me, he came in and he was talking. It was like when Jeff Bezos went to space, right? Mm-hmm. He was like. All these 
All right. Also, the, the group of people I work with, the the uh, the what's the one I'm looking for here? Can't come up with anything. The uh, the base of people I work with, like I, we work with construction companies, all, most of the employees, most of the people in the business, all tend to trend very conservative. This guy came in in like his first day. He was like, "Man, Bezos." He's like, "They're just up there." fucking around wasting all this money and i was like hold on like me and this guy might get along right then he then he was like and you know they don't even know that like every time they go into space they're ruining the ozone and it's causing it i'm like well hold on now now fuck like (laughs) like he like he went so left he was like like he was like they're fucking up like he's like they're just wasting money that could go to help people i'm like i'm with you i'm with you and he was like every time they go into space they rip open the ozone layer and oh i'm like Hold on. Oh, <laughs> like, like I was ready to side with you, and then I was like, "Ooh, I gotta back up." Hit me with the Terry Crews. I was like, "Ah, oh, <laughs> fuck no." <laughs> oh, yeah, Jesus. I'm sure. Like, I can't imagine every time LeBron was just like, "Why, Lord? Why that talent in that in that brain together?" Right? Like, I'm sure he was like, if I, "Just give me like a normal, like a Damian Lillard. Like, like just give me like Damian Lillard's just like way of being, and put Kyrie's skills in it, please, Lord, please." Right? LeBron right. was out here having free throw trouble, and Kyrie was like, "Look." What if you just took some sage, burned it around the ball, cleansed the evil spirits, and he was like, fuck. get the fuck out of my face. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, um, is he there probably, any... like, ran up on him like he did with Mario Chalmers. Oh, bro, he did. Nah, no one, no one ever got ran up on like Mario Chalmers got ran up on. That clip is so funny. LeBron's just like, he like, he's drinking, and then he like, stops drinking, and then he looks right at him. And then he just bolts up and gets in his face. Bro, Chalmers was the bitch boy for that whole team. Like, I don't know what Chalmers did wrong. I don't know why everybody hated him. But, like, if nothing else, like, Bosh, bitch at Chalmers. Ray Allen, bitch. Like, Ray Allen never even talked. Just fucking bitch at Chalmers still. Like, Wade, Chalmers, LeBron, Chalmers. Everyone shit on him nonstop. And I was like, what happened? Why why does this have to happen to you? And it is so funny because, like, he... Like he has a like a national championship ring and like a NBA finals ring, and it's just so funny that he just like I don't want to say stumbled into this luck. He's just like I'm, you know, pissing off LeBron James. He's like, dude, you are here for the ride. Like, what are you? Yeah. What kills me though is there's there were a couple times I remember seeing like Mario Chalmers would be like, like Bosch would fuck something up and then turn around and bitch at Mario Chalmers and Mario Chalmers would be like, no, that was on you. And everybody else was like, now nah, fuck you, Mario Chalmers. <laughs> like, like, and I was like, did anybody watch what I watched? Because that actually wasn't his fault. Everyone was like, now nah, fuck him, specifically. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right, is there anything else you want to touch on before we call it? Um, um, no, I have a little note, just that the, the um, it looks like The Last of Us Part Two is free on PSN uh, in October. Okay. Um, so if you, I mean, we don't fucking we, recommend. We've talked yeah. about it a few times. We've fucking. talked about it just a couple times. You know, just yeah. a couple <laughs> times here or there. But yeah, if you don't have it, just, well, you know, you don't even have to download it. Just get, you know, do the You thing, add it like, to your library or whatever yeah. so that you can download it later. Exactly. Exactly. So just do that. Just have it there. Like, uh, like I said, I we played it this year. Masterpiece. I'm excited to play it next, next summer. Like, I'm like actively like excited to do that. Like, it is. I have the coffee table book of the art. Like, it looks fantastic. Like, it is awesome. So, if you don't have it, go ahead and play it. Um, I have a friend who, who is trying to play through the first one. And um, he says, uh, you know, it's, it's a little hard. And it is. And it, it is very, very good. Um, but I told him that you don't need to play the second one. 
or you don't play you don't have to play the first one to play the second mm-hmm. one it just makes all of the emotional stuff richer but right. um, so just know that going into it if you've never played the first one you don't have to just know that it does make it better but you can always just watch like a youtube video or something yeah for sure um so definitely check that out uh now that yeah. it's free um so uh that's the episode for the week um if you want to catch me you can catch me at team money bags on instagram and twitter and I'm at Evercaster92 on Instagram. And if you want to catch the podcast directly, you can catch us at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter or email us at DiffAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.